2: Healthy Living Intuitively with Dr. Mona Lisa is for educational purposes only and is not intended to provide a physician patient relationship, give diagnoses, prescribe treatment, or do psychotherapy. Please contact your healthcare provider to obtain treatment. Discover your body's natural ability to heal.
3: Welcome to Healthy Living Intuitively with Dr. Mona Lisa.
0: Have you ever traveled getting to sleep, staying to sleep? while you're not alone while the rest of the world is sleeping. One third of people are awake going, what is wrong with me? Why can't I get to sleep? They have insomnia. Or what do they have? If you've ever been one third of these people, part of these one third, you're not alone. Because today's day, today is for you, we're going to talk about why I can't get to sleep. There are a variety of reasons why people have insomnia, but do you know that it can cause weight gain, depression, a variety of other health problems? Today's show is going to change your life because it's going to teach you the mind-body connection with this common problem with sleeping and give you tips to get a better sleep. We're taking your calls, 816-251-3555, from within, within the U.S. and Canada. And remember, UnityOnlineRadio.org is live, live every Wednesday from 4 p.m. Central, 5 p.m. Eastern. You can get the show on your favorite podcast provider as well as join the live show with a question every Wednesday at 4 p.m. Central, 5 p.m. Eastern. Every week, I really, 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 Research these shows. Sleep is near and dear to my heart. I've always had a problem with sleep, but not falling asleep. It's been staying awake. But a disorder in sleep is really a problem with the very mechanism in our brain. In the UK in London, they had something called the changing of the guard. It's a bunch of soldiers that stand out stand outside the castle and it's like in a hospital there's a change in shift and every hospital is a change in shift at four o'clock. The nursing staff of the day leaves and the new nursing staff comes on and it's not always the most smoothest transition. In our brain In our body, we also have other cycles of transition. They're called circadian rhythm. And a variety of shifts go in and out. Whether it's insulin, whether it's eating bowel movements, believe it or not, exercise, fitness, blood pressure, and so on and so on. We have cycles that go up and down and around. And our sleep wakefulness cycle is only one of them. All of our cycles are keyed into something or another. It used to be thought that sleep was entrained, meaning keyed into the light, just like change and shift of like the nurses are keyed into the charge nurse, meaning the nurse in charge. Your sleep, believe it or not, is keyed into the light. It goes through your eyes, through the back of the retina, to the hypothalamus, yep, that's the thing with the hormones, to your pituitary, to your adrenal glands, yes, indeedy, Bob, to all the hormones in your body. So adrenal gland, meaning insulin, blood sugar, and, of course, weights and hormones. So, it makes sense that if you have trouble with sleep, it may be affected by your connection to nature, your connection to hormones, relationships, but also... Your connection to food, blood sugar, and so on. But also your connection with a daily rhythmic schedule. If your schedule is all over the place, then your sleep will be all over the place. One of the first things we see is when people have babies, they try to establish a regular nap schedule why because they're in training the kids sleep wakefulness from the cycle then when we get older and maybe go away to school we think we can stay up all night and then of course we get our brains asleep get unentrained and then of course a variety of other hormonal systems in us get out of whack as well when you hear the word unentrained just think out of whack We used to have records, you know, before we had cassette tapes or CDs. We used to have a record that was on a record player. And every once in a while, if there was a scratch because someone, I don't know, they had some kind of trauma to the record, it got a scratch in it. And so the record couldn't go around and around and around and proceed forward. It would get a skip in it and go, T-C-U-C-U-C-U-C-U-C. And so that's what happens to your sleep-wakefulness cycle. Some kind of trauma, physical injury, illness, change in your diet, change in relationship, change in a developmental cycle in your life, puts a scratch in the record of your brain and body. And all of a sudden, your sleep-wakefulness cycle develops a skip. And you get out of whack. One person today during a Facebook Live said since she got out of college, her sleep has been off, meaning she got a scratch on the record and she got it went out of whack. Other women, once they have a child, their brain stops becoming entrained to the sun and becomes more entrained intuitively to someone around them and their cries. And when the kid grows up, it's somebody else it's well known that there are a variety of things that can keep a person in insomnia. One of them is having a partner who's in distress. Another of them is having a partner who snores. However, like a car that doesn't work well, there are a variety of things that, when they go out of whack in your body, the, the wheel the cycle of your sleep won't work. If there's a mild elevation in your temperature, if there's a mild elevation in your heart rate, which can go up and down depending on if you're upset, if there's pain, all these can make your sleep disrupted. If you're depressed, changes in serotonin can disrupt falling asleep or staying asleep. If you're anxious, keying into your problems or someone else's intuition can mess up your sleep. This can start starting in childhood. There's actually a diagnosis called behavioral insomnia of childhood. Don't you love it? Some kids are supposed to be the sensitive ones in the family, the ones that are keyed in to the unspoken feelings of the family. There are a variety of other reasons why a person can have sleep problems. In their body and insomnia can be the only sign, whether it's heart problems like congestive heart failure, arrhythmias, asthma, reflux, diabetes, arthritis, fibromyalgia is known to having a sleep cycle problem, restless legs, panic attacks, trauma, nightmares, or something different about your body and inadequate sleep hygiene. We are supposed to be keyed in to Our cortisol and insulin being high in the morning, being extremely active in the morning, and lower on in the day. A lot of people think they're in the driving seat of their life and that nature or their surroundings must follow them. All you need to do is go up in a plane or maybe a spaceship and look down. What's bigger, you or space? I think space is much bigger than you so nature is really driving the bus not you so if humility and humbleness we have to try to fit ourselves into nature to improve our sleep and not the other way around it's like dancing ballroom dancing you can't be the leader and say, I'm going to go to bed when I want to and expect to fall asleep. You have to find the right rhythm for a human unless you truly have a reversed cycle. And that can be diagnosed by polysomnographic exam in a sleep lab. Otherwise, you can evaluate the four cycles, light sleep, deep sleep, REM, and wakefulness on one of those actigraphic aura rings or a Fitbit. They measure movement, sometimes body temperature, heart rate, and you can start to see the fractured or non-fractured where you start to have problems with your sleep. Over time, you begin to see that as humbling as it is, that your sleep gets worse when you want to get stay up and watch yet another rerun of Grey's Anatomy. But when you just suck it in, and go to bed, when you first start to feel drowsy, realizing you can watch or read that last chapter tomorrow, that going to bed at a better hour makes your brain better, makes you get more deep REM, refreshing sleep, less wakefulness, wakenings in the night, and more efficient sleep. I could go in for hours about all the sleep stages, but suffice it to say, it has more to do with dancing and learning how to dance with one's brain sleep and wakefulness is like us learning how to dance with our brains if you've ever danced with a partner you cannot struggle for control you have to learn how to be in harmony and by getting one of those fit bits or an aura ring you can learn when you're doing wrong (laughs) I know when I want to watch yet another rerun, I can see the results, how it messes up my heart rate variability. It sinks, meaning I'm messing up my heart. I can see how it's lowering my deep sleep score, meaning I'm getting less cell regeneration, less immune system restoration. And I can see that I have more awakenings at night. I can see that my, even though it looks like and feels like I'm getting sleep, I'm not. I'm awake. And during the day, I'm not as alert as I think I am. We fool ourselves. Insomnia is a great way of knowing that sometimes we think we're awake when we're really asleep, and sometimes we're asleep when we're really awake. I'm Dr. Mona Lisa. We're talking about why can't I get to sleep or how can we stay awake? We'll go to line one. Adam, I'm Dr. Mona Lisa. How can I be of help?
3: Hi there. I'm so happy you took my call. I'm calling on behalf of my wife. Uh, Is that okay? Can you energetically see her?
0: That's That's a great question. Let me ask you a question, Adam. Yeah. Where is she?
3: Uh, she's at home. I'm off picking up our kids
0: from school. The question is, you should have her call. Yeah. You know, you know this, right?
3: Uh, yeah. She's just having. No, no, no
0: no no no, 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 Adam, you're a precious thing. I could have yeah. people, women, lined up outside of your car <laughs> all the way around. And I'm uh, not going to read your area code. I'm just saying uh, you're so sweet to do this. But I'm telling yeah. you, it. remember me, I don't know if you just heard me say, it has to do with a partnership with your brain. And I cannot tell you what your wife has to do with having a partnership with her brain to solve her problem. Do you yeah. understand? Because then um, you have to relay it to her. She has to call. Mm-hmm. Do you get okay. it? I don't, well, I don't want to pass her, you off or pass her off, or I don't even know how to say it in English. Yeah. But you understand what I'm saying. Yeah,
3: yeah. I'll, I'll but, have her call. But
0: let me ask that. you a question. Is there a question I can a- answer for you?
3: Um, well, it's synchronistic that you're talking about insomnia.
0: Okay. Uh, Hold on a second.
3: In the beginning of your, your, uh, okay show today. Go ahead. So I've had, um, terrible insomnia for, uh, like two years, uh, maybe three years now. And, uh, the only way I can really get to sleep is if I take a, uh, like a CBD tincture. Um, otherwise, yeah, every single night.
0: Okay. Let me explain something. Mm -hmm. You're a very open and giving and loving person, but you have a great capacity to key into someone else's feelings.
3: Yeah, that's true.
0: And when someone else is not happy, you pick it up like, white lint on black velvet.
3: Yeah. Yep. I'm, I'm a high-level empath.
0: Right. Yeah. So, there's someone near you, there's someone near you who has easily, because of their, because of their history, has an easy capacity to feel Neglected, abandoned, abandoned, betrayed, rejected—all kinds of things. Yeah. I can't figure out if it's their history. No. They've it, had, wait a minute! I, wait a minute! Don't say anything! Don't say anything! Okay, sorry. sorry. Whether sorry. they've had abuse, neglect, whatever it is, no matter what you do, you can't make this person feel that they. Or loved enough, and yeah. so as a result, they carry it in on their ch- their chest, and you feel it. It feels like a car alarm, Like my phone kept going off, even though somehow it was supposed to be turned off.
3: <laughs> yeah,
0: it belies. How could that possibly have been? Who is this person?
3: It's my mother.
0: Fascinating. Why does your mother feel that people have neglected her? She
3: was abused as a kid, and so she uh, has no relationship with her parents. You know, they, her, mo- her own mother died when she was six, and then her dad was abusive. So she was, uh, you know,
0: carries a lot of trauma. So you were learned to be intuitively keyed into your mother because yeah. you were standing for your father. I mean, it doesn't take an intuitive to see that. I mean, that's obviously the interpretation. My point is, is that your mother had, I'm going to say this loud, loud emotions. Yeah. <laughs> and you mm-hmm. picked them up in your body. There's yeah. a book called The Body Keeps Score by a guy named Van der Kolk. So yeah. that means anybody around you if they have a feeling, you're gonna hear it loud, 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 and you're gonna carry it. And because so
3: they're loud now I'm, I'm more aware of other people's emotions in that same way. Right.
0: However, mm-hmm. you're going to learn have to learn mindfulness on how to be aware of someone else's pain. Observe, describe, allow. That's an a form of Thich han, mindfulness. You can learn it from someone who does CBT or DBT, and they may be able to help you with your insomnia, which is a treatment actually for insomnia. Yeah. So in you are in a certain area code, which I will not read out, that um, the person who invented DBT is there. Okay. So um, they're going to ask you if you have... A personality disorder, which you don't tell them that you want to learn how to use mindfulness to help with your insomnia because your mother had a lot of trauma because her mother died and her father was abusive. Yeah, okay, and so it's hard for you to be around anybody who has distress. Yep, okay, but anybody yeah. around you, how far away does your mother live now?
3: Uh, she lives like three to four hours away,
0: and how well did she do when you got married?
3: Uh, she hated it. every right. Every part of it. Uh, I understand that. So she publicly, does not, do,
0: wait a minute, yeah. she did not do well when you got married?
3: No, not at all.
0: And are you having children?
3: I have two boys, yep.
0: How old are your kids?
3: Uh, 13 and 7.
0: Does your wife and your mother get along?
3: No.
1: Hmm.
3: Well, that's, that's because I I set a boundary with my. Can partner. I tell you nah, really... I, that that but, uh, but, Okay, yeah. Sorry.
0: <laughs> it's time to get on the horn. Are you following me with the the DBT person? Yeah. I'd be quietly crying or seizing in the corner on this one. You get it? Okay. Yeah. And it could be explaining a little bit about what's going on with your wife. Because you can't stand in the middle. You might as well go to um, the Middle East and stand in the middle there. <laughs> Take bu- some bullets in the midsection. You can't. You have you, to figure out how to handle that.
3: you think what's happening with my wife is related to I'm me? Not, being in I'm not. Oh. I'm
0: not saying that. I look at your head. I see a pressure in your head area. I can't figure out if it's vascular hormonal or what that is. I look at your neck. I see a minor change of range of motion in your neck. I can't figure out yeah. if that's due an old injury or what that is. I look at your heart. Yeah. At times I see a pressure in your chest. It's hard to take a deep breath. I can't figure out if Absolutely. you have Alex. What What's the story with your breathing? Asthma. You have asthma. I look at your uh, esophagus, stomach, liver, gallbladder, colon, and rectal areas. I wonder if you crave carbohydrates, pasta, rice, bread, or sweets. You work at it. I look at your left kidney, right kidney, bladder. I look at your prostate. Mm -hmm. I look at the joints in your hands, wrists, elbows, shoulders, hips, knees, and ankles. I see something different about your left knee. I look at your neck, upper back, lower back, and sacral areas. I see minor changes in weight can affect your lower back. Yeah. I see problems with sleep putting on weight for you. Can you please tell me your health concerns? For myself? Yes. Yes.
3: Uh, nothing I'm aware of except for the insomnia and the slight asthma, and I have allergies.
0: How tall are you?
3: I'm like five, uh, five around there.
0: How much do you weigh?
3: Like a hundred and sixty pounds.
0: Since you've gotten married, have you gained weight?
3: I have not a lot. Um, My wife has, and she's a very short, small frame.
0: There's something about weight, marriage, and your mother. Yeah. And it's not necessarily about eating. It's about stress.
3: Yeah. Yep, absolutely. Mm -hmm. And
0: insomnia can make it worse. I mean, you both could be running marathons and still gain weight. Do you understand what I'm saying? And so sleep can make that worse. because. If you don't get enough sleep, sleep isn't trained with um, insulin and um, cortisol. Where you live, you need to have a full-spectrum light and put it on in the morning. That can entrain your sleep. It's very, very, very important. You need to block out the light in your bedroom. You can't have any electronics in your bedroom. You can't have a TV on or in your bedroom. Okay. I know that may be a difficulty. That goes under the category of too bad.
3: Yeah. I I can handle that.
0: You have to put your cell phones in a bowl at 7 o'clock and turn them off. Okay. Seriously. OK, yeah, we'll, we'll do. Mm-hmm. because you have to stop that electrical buzzing. It's bad enough that you have electrical machinations in your head that you can feel what's going on because you subscribe yeah. to WMOM. Do you know what radio WMOM is? You know what station that is? What? Oh, you don't have W because you're on the West Coast. KMOM. That's a station. Uh huh. It's mom. (laughs) Yeah. You can, like, hear her feelings, and that's very painful. Okay? Yeah. Do any of your kids have your mother's temperament?
3: No, I don't think so. Um, You don't think so? our, Our youngest, I mean, our youngest definitely has very loud emotions. But he's not, you know, it's hard to tell because he's not traumatized in the same way she was. I know, so, but the,
0: there's a temperament yeah. issue. There's temperament and then there's trauma. Good luck, okay? Okay. That's my music and you know what that means. When we come back, we're going to talk more about insomnia. You're listening to Healthy Living Intuitively. I'm Dr. Mona Lisa.
1: Discover the Power Within, Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world.
3: Welcome back to Healthy Living Intuitively with Dr. Mona Lisa.
0: Welcome back. Today's show has been dedicated to the issue of insomnia. Why can't I get to sleep? Why am I still awake? You want to know more about the solutions to today's show? You want to listen, go to my Facebook, Dr. Mona Lisa, Instagram, Dr. Mona Lisa 1, or Twitter, Dr. Mona Lisa 2. If you can't get on the stacks today and you want a private reading, go to www.drmonalisa.com, www.drmonalisa.com, or call 207-846-6475. Once a year I have an in-person Summer Camp of Sorts. It's a medical intuition training institute. It's each year, it's in July. So if you want to sign up, go to www. dot com. We will go to line four. Colleen, I'm Dr. Mona Lisa. How can I be of help?
2: Hi. Um thank you so much. I'm really um excited to um hear um what just happened with the other caller. <laughs> Um, and that spoke to me. So, um, I'm, I've been having trouble sleeping for years and I have different issues. Um, and lately it's just been, I have this joint pain and stuff. Um, and I have a sensitivity to sound and vibrations. It's a neurological thing. So, um, I just, I'm really tired and exhausted most of the time. And so I end up just sleeping when I can. And, um, but I w- would love to get back into routine. Wait, and a, minute, figure
0: wait out. a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Mm-hmm. You have to turn your computer off because I'm hearing uh, feedback. I'm hearing, sens- I'm hearing you say what you just said again.
2: Okay. Is so, that better?
0: Yeah.
2: Oh, I'm hearing Here that. Here it is. Now I too. just well, heard it again. So, yeah, okay. Oh, you know what? I know what it is because I have the.
0: Yeah, okay, I know I what you, you have the, the thing on. I, I'm okay. just going to close the computer. Okay. okay Did that help? Yeah, it helps a lot because otherwise oh. I think I'm hearing a past life. So listen. Yeah, exactly. you understand. And that's what you're doing. Okay. You are catching sleep when you can. Yes. And you're not, you're disconnected to the world. You are living moment by moment, but you're not in cycle with the earth. Okay. Okay. Um, I'm not trying to be mean, but I know you say okay, but it doesn't go in. It feels like I just hit a tennis ball and you're a mattress, and it just, boom. What it says is that you live hyperadrenalated from moment to moment, and you're reacting. And that that. hyperadrenalated... That hyperadrenalated sensation in you makes it hard for you to focus, pay attention, not to mention remember anything. So it may make it feel like you can't remember anything that's going on, let alone when you're having a conversation with someone, you can't remember what they just said because you're just trying to process what's going on in your head. That you're in a fog. You're disconnected from what's going on. Worse shit. you only go to sleep once you're completely exhausted that you pass out. Very much. The neurological thing. hmm You say that you're hyper-responsive. I mean, you didn't say it that way, but I'm, mis- I'm- Yeah. You're hyper responsive to sound,
2: light, vibration. All the sounds. Wait
0: a minute, wait a minute. My, I, it, okay. Light, sound, and vibration. Mm-hmm. What could that be? That could either be there are some people who have trouble with filterability because they're so keyed up on adrenaline that they can't filter out stimulus that's going on so for example we all wear clothing and after a while our thalamus in our brain completely censors out the sensation of skin on of of clothing on our skin so we don't think about it yeah yeah not just weight the sensation of it Mm -hmm. but if you have an injury to your spinal cord you can't stand the sensation. It's yeah. called hypesthesia. It's, it's an injury, it's called trauma to your spinal cord, it's spinal cord trauma. Mm-hmm. Similarly, if a person has had a loud noise from either a brain injury or something, that or a hearing injury to their cranial nerve to the hearing, mm-hmm. that a, a loud noise will be painful they've had a nerve injury to their hearing however each one of them is a separate area one is hearing one is spinal cord and then similarly vision if you have injured your retina or your or your um or any of the apparatus in your eye having any bright lights on it will cause photophobia so that's, you go to the doctor and the eye doctor will go, well, does your eye hurt with the light? And they'll, you'll go, yes, it hurts. And she'll say, well, you know, I'm worried about your cornea because the cornea has, again, nerve endings. It's very rare for a person to have cornea, spinal cord, hearing, all three of those nerves be hypersensitive. So then what could it be? the person has trouble filtering all of those senses.
1: Yeah. Well I have a difficult...
0: wait wait a minute, wait a minute. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. <laughs> there are people and I don't like the phrase, but that's just me, I'm a neuroanimist. There are people <laughs> who come into the world who have trouble with um, filtering senses and they have autism.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And so they have trouble with right brain attention. They have trouble dividing attention between them and the outer world. And so given somebody else's feelings or people around them or noise or sound or anything, everything seems loud, everything seems bright, and they have to live in their own world. And so when anything impinges upon it, they scream. Anything. And so many people say they have problems with sensory integration. But that's different. That's a developmental problem. Yours feels acquired.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: Yeah. Okay. So then what could possibly traumatize you in all of those senses. When I look at you, I see... Go ahead. When I look at you, I see a situation and a family. Families are supposed to make us feel safe and secure and give us a sense of belonging. I see a relationship that traumatized you. You were in a relationship and a third person interfered. I saw someone who was cold, ruthless, indifferent. Worse yet, indifferent. And in many ways... You try to keep the relationship the same, together, and it stopped working. You may have felt victimized, hurt, injured, and worse yet, controlled. I see somehow since this ended, you felt that the world was not safe and secure. All illness is always in part due to diet, genetics, the environment, and so on. All of us can have a predisposition and a sensitivity to illness that can become unbridled under certain circumstances. I see yours became unbridled under this one. What was the situation in the relationship that unraveled that describes what I'm describing?
2: There's two things that's coming up. If it's it's the one when I was older. Yes, yes. Yeah. Okay. That was a, row. A, a, a my first like serious relationship, but it was very messed up. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, um, how was it messed up?
2: Because there was another person involved, and I was I was being lied to.
0: Okay, that's what I'm talking complained. about. You were trying to have a relationship, yeah. and the third person was interfering. Yeah. How were well, you? A lie- lot thing- yeah. How were you lied to?
2: Um. I. Oh God. He was still living with the other person and that they broke up and then there was then I found things that told me otherwise. I never knew what the real truth was. So I would come and go, um, depending on but then then they were really good at like helping me with other things in my life that made me feel
0: that you had to stay safe. Because you yeah, needed and you the, felt you felt you needed to stay for stability.
2: Well it yeah, that person was helping me figure other things out but looking back I realized
0: what kind I, of others th- what kind of other things
2: um just things about work and um organizing finish like completing projects breaking things down into smaller tasks because I I had trouble completing things because I get the whole idea at once and then it's hard to like slow my slow it down and and they help me like slow down I had assignments to do, and they they helped me write things down on a piece of paper and space it out so that I could break it down into smaller um, things.
1: And Who were they? Be able
2: to
0: work. Who were they? The, the
2: person. I don't want to say their name.
0: No, I don't yeah. want you to say their name. Were they married? Yeah.
2: No, they lived together with this, their partner for a long time. They met when they were younger, and I met the other the person I got involved with Oh, it was complicated. Um, I met them at a kind of a kind of um, a little event, uh, and he gave a presentation about his work. And then I got, I ended up spending lots of time going to dance events and learning about um,
0: structure. So you're and you're in a situation where you were in you were subordinate to them. They had more power than you.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. For sure. For and sure. And so you and they stated... were older than me.
0: Right. And you stayed in the situation because you needed something from them.
2: Yeah. Well, I I felt relatively safe with them. And I, yeah. And
0: because it became like a family, but it was incestuous. Yeah. The thing is, is that since you left, in medical intuition, you lost second center, a potential mate, and first center, you lost a family. Because they yeah. became enmeshed. You yeah, and I was in
2: a different country. So I was in a different country, and they were helping me navigate in a different country. And I had already recovered from a nervous breakdown when I was 24 and stuff that had happened with my family. So it was like relearning how to trust somebody.
0: Okay, listen. I want you to understand that you need to learn how to work your brain mm-hmm. and the environment. You need to balance awareness of your feelings, right brain, with awareness of the feelings of people around you. Like what I described with the right brain, balancing awareness of you with someone else. And similarly, what you described, the right brain is the gestalt, seeing the whole picture, but the left brain is incorporating all the pieces. Yeah. If you were to go to a neuropsychologist... A traditional neuropsychologist, board certified, Uh they could help you evaluate your brain with a traditional neuropsychological assessment.
2: Okay. Find
0: out how it's wired for learning, attention, and memory. Didn't think I was going there. uh, Oh, yeah, that's what I've been dying
2: to learn. Yeah. Wait a
0: minute. Wait, and then it can help you figure out how to start mastering how you learn. And you can go back and fix the situation that you were trying to fix while you were in that.
2: Yeah, complicated.
0: Complicated and (laughs) meshed. And in a neuropsychological assessment, they also do emotional workup for depression, anxiety, and so on. And they can also remediate the mood issues you have as well. Uh, Because Can I ask you a question? Hold on a second. Of course, wait a minute. Of course, when a person has had long term problems with learning and attention and being overly porous or sensitive to their environment, it messes up their mood, makes them more anxious, and then wrecks their self esteem. Yeah. And so it makes sense that you would have trouble with your mood, not to mention your sleep. Do you get it?
1: Yeah.
2: I've done loads of work on somatics and everything. I know I'm not talking. Did I regulation. say? I didn't yeah, say. No, 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 no.
0: Yeah, yeah. I talked I about you. basic
2: yeah.
0: neuropsych so you can make mastery in education. Yeah. I didn't say any woo-woo stuff. Oh, yeah, there's yeah. There's no somatic. There's no chakras involved. We're talking yeah. a neuropsych eval so you can master how you learn and you don't do that any woo That would woo-woo. help me a lot. Yes, it would. Yeah because you'd feel better about yourself and you wouldn't have to jerry rig yourself into a community and feel beholden to somebody. And then it goes to hell in a handbasket. Good luck. You take it easy. Okay.
2: Can you say the word again? Neuro
0: psychological assessment by a board certified neuropsychologist. Go to your nearest medical school, um, university associated with a medical school. Go to the Department of Psychology and they'll and they'll have neuropsychology. Okay. I'm in mean,
2: the UK it might have a different name, but I'll have a look. Neuropsycho- neuropsychologist. neuropsychology. Oh, okay. can I tell Thank you, you if
0: they don't have it in the UK, they have it in the UK. Okay? You take it <laughs> okay. easy. Okay.
3: Thank you so much. God bless.
0: Thank God you. bless. Hold on one second. We will okay. go to Gina line five. I'm Dr. Mona Lisa. How can I be of help?
1: Hi, Doctor Mona Lisa. Hi, how um are you? Good. Thank you. I uh, actually just found you again. I haven't heard uh, any of your things since Hey House, so I forgot you were on the radio station, so I plugged in today. Oh, thank you. Welcome to Unity Online Radio. Thank you. (laughs) Um, I was just calling to, I don't know where to start. Uh, I'm 66, so I have all kinds of issues going on. Well, Um, let me just
0: tell you a whole thing. First of all, I see your shop is a You have a keen shop into no, don't tell. Thank me for telling you the truth. Um, The thing is, you're not always able to use all of your gifts and talents intellectually, because you very easily get derailed. I see someone near you who's not doing very well. I can't figure out if they have a problem whether their heart with their cardiovascular system with their mood whatever it is you very readily get keyed into them and it affects you physically and emotionally sometimes i think you take it personally but really this person is not doing very well i see this situation can affect you physically and a lot of different symptoms. Who do you live with, Gina?
1: I live with my husband.
0: I'm going to call him Bobo. Because people don't <laughs> like to use their husband's names. And very few people have a husband named Bobo. <laughs> <laughs> so, what's Bobo's health like?
1: Uh, actually, it's excellent.
0: Um. What's Bobo's mood like?
1: Um, moody. Moody. Sort of, uh,
0: moody. Narcissistic. Wait a minute. Forget the narcissistic. Okay. Okay. Forget the narcissistic. He's moody. Moody. Yeah. I have a cat named Conway, who's narcissistic. It means he's focused on himself when he's not feeling good. Um. How long has he been moody like that?
1: A <laughs> uh, very long time. Been married for 45 years.
0: In the last 20 to 14 years, how is his career gone downhill?
1: Um, well, we're both retired. Uh, when did he, he retire?
0: A, he gave up what? We both
1: retired. We uh both retired 2014. We had a business together. We worked together um, for 34 years. <laughs> you laugh. Uh-huh. That's my
0: Wait, a minute. no, 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 no. Crazy laugh. You worked together. Yes. What did you do?
1: We had a dental laboratory.
0: There's a lot of use of the pronoun we. Mhm. And A dental laboratory yes what was your training
1: uh well I was uh, actually school of hard knocks and he was military he learned it in the military
0: so neither one of you went to dental school
1: Uh, no he had dental school in the military
0: there you go so he went to dental school in the military and you had the school of hard knocks yes without your Knox degree Could he be organized enough to pull off the, the business? No. Good. I mean, good that we established yeah. that. And without his dental degree, would you have the ability or the information to pull out the business?
1: Not a dental laboratory, no.
0: Yeah. So you remember that song, I... I, You have a brand new pair of roller skates. No, I have a brand new pair <laughs> of roller skates. You have a brand new cape. Remember that song? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm, yes. Yeah. The problem is with that song is that it's the last stanza. I've been around the world, and people say I do all right for a girl. <laughs> I play that song <laughs> during my class, and everybody hisses. Because she keeps singing, I've got a brand new pair of roller skates, you got a brand new key. Women and men who work together, something is always wrong. Mm -hmm. Because neither one of them know that they can be a success without the other. And someone always has to be the boss. And I know that that doesn't sound good, but it doesn't sound good. I don't know another way of saying that. And resentments build up. I often say, I went to medical school, so I'm a physician. Can you imagine if I was married, I had my husband work in the front office and he was my secretary, how well do you think that would go? Mm-hmm. yeah. Can you imagine if I was a surgeon and my father worked in the front, I mean, my husband worked in the front office? And I come out, because there's something called operating room language, OR language, and I go, get me this, hurry up, get it to me. Patient's dying, go, go, go. <laughs> Doesn't work, does it? No. And I learned when I was scrubbing it in, in the OR, that's called OR language, that you don't get upset if someone screams at you like that, because it, you, someone will say, move, because it means the patient's mm-hmm. dying, move. They don't say, excuse me, can you please move to the left? <laughs> this patient's bleeding out. That's the way you work. So it's not good if a husband and wife works together in the OR because people take things personally, right? Right, right. Same thing in the heat in the office. I don't know how you did it. It was hard. Right. That's right. And that accumulates. How many years did you work together? 34 years. 34 years. Do you know
1: i elephant... And I've had health. I've had health issues. I understand, but I'm saying, wait a minute.
0: I'm saying you pick up his. Mm-hmm. Because if Bobo's not happy, <laughs> there's an elephant. We have three minutes. There's a famous story about an elephant that apparently the trainer was angry one day. Okay, acted like he swatted him. And I'm not saying you were mean. I'm just saying. Elephants never forget. For a big animal, they have this area for a memory that apparently is oversized. And years later, that that, that uh, trainer comes back and says hello to the elephant. And the elephant swings the trunk and knocks him out. I think your husband is unhappy because he's not working, but he's unhappy when he was working. He's unhappy. Mm-hmm. Do you understand? Yeah, they do. And this is not your fault. If you hear me saying this is your fault, you're a she bitch and all that stuff, I'm not saying that at all. <laughs> Please don't hear me say that. I understand. Yeah, I, understand. I yeah. do hear damned if you do and damned if you don't. There is a reason why you did this. I started with if you didn't help him, it wouldn't have gotten done, right? Yes. Yeah. I want you to hear that I said that out loud. On the other hand, on some level, sometimes if you help people, they don't feel good about whether or not they could have done it if you didn't help them, or they think you you think they couldn't have done it unless you helped them, or something to that degree. The thing stinks mm-hmm. the high. Ho- My point is, I don't like when people retire early. Because then they get to festa for longer together. It's like that other song called Alone Again Naturally. <laughs> mm-hmm. If I were you, I'd get an avocation of calling and I'd start to learn and stay busy. I'd go through a renaissance in my life. I don't, I'm not saying go work at the Dunkin' Donuts or go work at mm-hmm. Starbucks. I'm simply saying get an avocation and start growing your brain. So that you can meet other people, so you can get some skills, and you can start meeting a lot of other people who start to validate your abilities and your intellect. Are you following me?
1: Yeah, yes, I am.
0: And I think that will increase your opiates and improve your health, and it will distract yourself from what's going on with your husband. Okay? Thank thank you. you, I want to thank you for welcoming your day. You've been listening to Healthy Living Intuitively. I'm Dr. Mona Lisa.
2: Thank you for listening. This is Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. Hello, I'm Dr. Stephen Farber, and I am an author, teacher, psychotherapist, and shamanic practitioner. On my podcast, Healing for Your Soul,